Welcome to Lorica, the podcast of Father Patrick Cardine, pastor of St. Patrick's Orthodox Church in Bealton, Virginia. St. Patrick's is a parish in the Antiochian Orthodox Christian Archdiocese of North America, serving the Western Rite. Father Patrick is also the administrator of the Orthodox West. Just the fact that we have it today, that it's 
in a point. It's a point of reminder to us of what this is all about. Why are we doing all of this? Not so that we can suffer. We're not interested in suffering for suffering's sake. Not so that we can say, look how spiritual we are. It is all about love, the love of God. If we try to do live without love, the whole thing is a waste. In the end, it's meaningless and profits us nothing. St. Paul says we can be eloquent. We can be eloquent to the point of angelic. We can see deep into the mysteries of all knowledge. We can expound upon them. We can enlighten those around us. We can do miracles. We can give all our money. Give everything we possess. We can be great altruists and generous in an extreme way. We can suffer in our bodies for God and for others. We can do all sorts of things to demonstrate our commitment and seriousness to God. But St. Paul says if we do these things without love, if we do not have love and possess love and do them in and through love, then all of these things that we might do are meaningless. And he says to us, they will do nothing for you. They will do nothing for you. They will not benefit you in any way if they are not done with and in love. Notice what St. Paul assumes here. St. Paul expects that we do these things for benefit. We rightly expect, we reasonably expect a reward for these things that we do for God and for others. I don't know where the idea came that there's something wrong with that. There would be something irrational if you didn't think that way. We do these things reasonably. We make these efforts and sacrifices so that we will receive something back from God. Otherwise, I wouldn't be interested in doing it. I mean, I want everything from God. That's what I want. This is a just exchange. And this is assumed by Paul. That's why he's warning you. If you do all these things thinking you're going to get something back, if you don't do them in love, you're not getting anything. Paul's point is, you can make Herculean efforts of the first class, but without love, all these works and amendments and satisfactions just turn to dust, and there'll be nothing in it for you. He goes on to describe what love actually looks like in this chapter, which is extremely helpful to us because uh, then we can judge whether or not we have the real thing or not. There seems to be a lot of confusion about what love actually is. He tells us, at least in part, having this reading on this day, as I said, as we enter this feast of Lent, I think is a stroke of genius. It's perfect, really. Everybody thinks of this passage as the wedding passage. That's fine, too. Everybody thinks getting married, you're supposed to be in love, right? They are There's actually a couple of lovebirds here on their honeymoon. I love it. And then you come to church on their honeymoon. But I want us to start thinking about this passage, not just as the wedding passage. Think of it as the wedding because that's what it is. It's prescribed as our reading for waiting for just on a Sunday. That's the way the church wants you to think of this passage. This is the passage leading up back Wednesday. This is our legend. I think maybe we should make this passage a, a, a part of our legend discipline. I would suggest that you read it. Maybe you should read it daily. Several 
In every encounter you've had with every person that day, whether your spouse, your child, your co-worker, maybe some commuter on the road, ask yourself at the end of the day before you lay your head down and go to sleep. Ask yourself, in the light of this passage, was I patient? Did I endure the stresses today of maybe an ill-timed comment from someone? thoughtless comment? Did I endure quietly and without complaint, patiently, humbly? Was I kind? Did I respond to those I encountered with gentleness and kindness, kindness, regardless of how they treated me? Did I begrudge someone else for what they had? Did I want to take it? Did I draw attention to myself today? Did I try to make myself look especially good? Did I compare myself to others? Did I put others down? Was I rude? Did I fail to notice somebody else's struggles? Fail to have any sympathy or empathy for them? Did I just consume myself and concern myself with my own problems and my own desires? Not really care about anybody else or what they were going through today? Did I get angry today? Was I able to walk through the temptation to express my anger with patience? Or did I vent? Did I lash out at others or even myself? Was I resentful? To those who required something of me I didn't want to do, was I resentful to God? Was I resentful for what I had to go through or endure this day? Did I gripe? Well, I'll tell you if you know if you're resentful, did I gripe and complain about Did I grieve for those who suffer wrongs? Did I care about them and their suffering? Did they even register in my thoughts, in my prayers? Did I pray for people today who need my prayers? Did I pray for people who I told I would pray for? Or did I just forget them? How did I bear the weight of the day? The disappointments, the barbs that may have come at me, the fears that might be troubling me, the disappointments, did I bear them with patience and dignity? Did I believe in God and guard peace and calmness in my heart and mind? Or did I give myself over to disturbance and inner chaos and anxiety, which is really a sign of unbelief? Did I express my hope in God, believing that He is truly present in and through everything I had to endure, or been blessed with, good or bad? He's there in the middle of it all. Did I find Him in the middle of it all? Did I know that He's with me? That His loving providence turns every difficulty into an opportunity for my salvation? Did I receive everything that comes to me that day as coming from God? Did I endure today in a state of self-control, faith, and grace? Well, this is what Paul tells us that love looks like. That's what love looks like. Without love, it profits you not. That's what love looks like, according to St. Paul. We can take on the great feet of Lent with great enthusiasm, but if you do not do it in love, it will do nothing for us. Now we must repent.
And we must fast. And we must give. And we must pray. But we must do it in love, for it will profit us nothing. We must do all things. But the greatest of all these things is love. And in the Father, and the Son, You have been listening to Father Patrick Cardine, pastor of St. Patrick's Orthodox Church in Bealton, Virginia. This has been a production of the Orthodox West.